Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi friends, welcome back to my channel. My name is Ashley Ariana here with Rohan. What an incredible game. I, I'm sick. So I love games like that where you're just literally having a heart attack. My dad uh, called me after and said that if, if he's in the coroner's office tomorrow, that it's because he, I mean, the up and down. I, I was also, I was watching this game uh, with my friend who hasn't watch football before and getting to explain to her drive down drive in and drive out what was happening was hilarious um and her but that was a hell of a game that was a hell of reaction. a game that's how it is i i did not expect it to go like that whole i i i thought that they were gonna mirror the the ravens texans game i thought like maybe a little rusty in the first half or first quarter and then like a huge pull away the 49ers are known to play games like that so yeah for it to be back and forth but i mean they they played the worst that they could have played in my opinion uh maybe besides turnovers but brock Pay in my opinion brock purdy played terrible kyle shanahan jake moody there was rain everything that could go wrong went wrong and then they went into the fourth quarter trailing which is something that people give kyle shanahan a lot of grief about um his what is it? 37 and one record 37 and two now. And I think both of those games have against Packers too, which is mm -hmm. crazy. Um, I loved that. I'm so I'm, but to be honest, like I'm so happy that we, that, you know, we advanced and now we have more football to analyze and talk about. I was, there was a second there where I thought, Oh, like I, I really thought it was over and I, I was sad. Well, I think I was more mad, but I would have been sad. Now I'm just really happy. I feel like I just took, like four shots of coffee. So I'll let you talk now. How did you, how do you feel? Yeah. I mean, it was a hell of a game. It's kind of like, you know, if you're, if you're looking for a game, that's like a highlight game on the outside, this is the type of game. I mean, the 49ers, my initial thing thinking, this is a game they did not deserve to win. It's not the, the green Bay Packers dominated for a majority of this game, at least 30 minutes, like, like likely more if you go up and tally it. But this is a game that, despite that, the 49ers won. And I we've talked about it on previous shows, and I've said it on my own. We have yet to see the 49ers this year pull out a victory like this. They have lost in those close yeah. game environments. We have not seen them come from behind and kind of – or even stay close in games and then pull those out. It's the victories – and you're not going to complain when that's the case, but they were – like they were – their victories of – 
10 plus points usually. And so this is a completely different game. And so that's why for the 49ers, what I tweeted after, you know, tweeting the, the initial stuff was that this is a game that this is, this was a needed game. And it's good that it happened now because the 49ers needed that game where they could go overcome adversity and find a way to win when they did not look good at all. They definitely did. I, I like this game as kind of both a narrative, um, like enhancer and also, also a narrative crusher because I feel like Kyle Shanahan choking in big games, 49ers playing down to their opponent, Brock Purdy not able to throw in the rain. Like you got all these things that were very, you're like, yep, that's true. That's true. And then, but then they also, um, I mean, I had, how, did you have any faith in, that they were like, was there a point in the time? Was there a point of time? I know you said they didn't deserve to win, but did you like, did you expect to win the entire time? Or uh, no, 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 you, you can't like, say so that. Well, uh, here's what I'll say. Did I think that they had a chance to win it at every point of this game? Yes, yes. I, I don't think that they were ever ultimately no, sorry, out of this. I, I meant, did you think, um, did you think they were going to lose? Like there was a point in the game where I was like, oh, it's, it's over. Like in the, when they were in the hmm. beginning, I was like, I remember when the first, the first quarter, I actually thought I, I was, I got arrogant on Twitter and um, I thought that there was no way that they wouldn't win. Cause I was like, green Bay just played the best that they could have played. The 49ers defense played terrible. The 49ers offense isn't, you know, showing out. Debo Samuel gets injured in the beginning half of the game and green Bay walked away with three points after like looking really good. And I was like, that's, that has to be disheartening if you're, if you're the Packers. Cause you're like, how do I play any better than this? That was the one thing the 49ers defense was letting them walk down the field, but they were stopping them in that red zone, which was so critical. And then getting the turnovers also Drake Greenlaw, huge shout out to him. Um, although get down when you get an interception, I was like, he's going to fumble the ball and they're going to return it for a touchdown. Like that's the energy that this game had. That is so the energy that this game had, but, um, yeah, but no, but after uh, that, like so confidence later on in the game, I really like, there was a time where I was like, it's over the opposite way where I was like, I think the 49ers are going to lose this like for sure. And so, I don't think I ever had that moment where the 49ers, I thought that they were going to, like I said, it's over in that sense. I, I don't think I had that moment, but were there times where I did believe the 49ers could lose this game? Absolutely. I think, I mean, like you mentioned in the first half, the 49ers were dominated for the first 15 minutes. I know they scored that one touchdown drive that took 12 plays, but it was field goal. And then it was, you know, a fourth down stop. And then it was another field goal. And through that, while the 49ers did have one possession offensively where they scored, they did not look good. Brock Purdy did not look good early on. He had a near interception that was a pick six that could have been a pick six on his second, you know, on his second yeah. throw of the day. And then he had I one later yeah. on. But again, like I said, this was a game where you hoped the 49ers could pull it out to show something different about the team. And I think it did. The 49ers now have this We've exactly. often yeah. talked about this, right? Like you said, they would have to win a game like this in order to win the Super Bowl if if you thought that, that was possible. And I think our conclusion was whenever they've had the opportunity to pull out games like this, they have not been able to. So yeah, 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 exactly. Incredible. Do, now, do you think 
Purdy outplayed Love because there was a there was a point in the game where I felt like the 49ers defense was not um shutting down the Packers offense. And I saw I think Marcus Thompson, he covers the Warriors, and he said, Who's gonna win in a shootout, Jordan Love or Brock Purdy? And I think it was obviously a joke, but at the time, I felt like with some of the balls that Jordan Love was playing, I thought Jordan Love might be out playing Brock Purdy. Now he did the most important job of the quarterback is to protect the football. He turned it over twice. Brock Purdy didn't, but like like you explained earlier, he definitely showed opportunities to. And there were some erratic. What was that? This was earlier on in the game. What was that throw? It was down the field. It was a beautiful throw, and then no wide receiver in sight. Is that right, miscommunication? Right. I don't know that. 49ers were off. Do you think that this is something that will carry on next game or just rust that they can shake off? Because they, yeah, they, think... like, they, they were lucky to be playing a, a younger Packers team in the rain um, that was, you know, they, they couldn't, I don't think, have won this game if it was against the Ravens at all. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, it's again, it's the level of opponent. It's different things like that. And sure, uh, we could say that, but do I think it's going to carry on? First of all, I don't think this is rust. I don't attribute it to things like rust. I, it's just w- rust is something you shake off, and I don't think the 49ers really ever shook it off. I attribute it when you look at how this game went. One, sure, it was raining. It was. But Brock Purdy struggled to throw the football at certain times in this game. But more importantly, I think even more importantly than that, two, Al Shanahan's lack of a willingness to go to the run game. I think Christian McCaffrey entering the fourth quarter with 11 carries is inexcusable when you're facing a Green Bay Packers team that (laughs) is the 28th ranked run defense in the NFL. Moreover, Christian McCaffrey had a 39-yard touchdown run with great blocking on that cutback play where he scored, and the 49ers elected to give him the ball once on their next drive. There was another drive one time after that. Christian McCaffrey got three carries in a very, very, you know, he got three carries in a very small sequence, and then around midfield, the 49ers dropped back and threw for the next five times. It was, uh, you know, one was a completion, or... The second throw was a completion, and then it was three incompletions. Pass, pass, pass on first, second, and third down. That led to another, you know, that was the one where they punted at the Green Bay 40-yard line. These type of things you should not be allowing. The 49ers in this game, and I'll say this about Matt LaFleur as well. I think Kyle Shanahan and Matt LaFleur both had the exact same issue down the stretch. Both teams could not execute offensively, and the reason, in my opinion, was that both were going away from the run. I feel like you're making a great point, but you just cut out. Uh Uh-oh. We are, are we good now? Yeah, we're good now. Sorry about that. I was like invested in what you were saying. And then I was like, oh, it just trailed out. But what I was saying is that I think both teams struggled offensively because they could not sustain the run. Both teams did not go to the run at the end of the game. I think that was a huge issue for Matt LaFleur and for Kyle Shanahan. Ultimately, though, Kyle Shanahan got the last laugh because he had the final drive to find a way to get uh, things moving. You know, Brock Purdy, I think also huge, huge credit goes to him for clicking it together. He looked frazzled on that second-to-last drive. That's what my guy Kyle Posey tweeted out. He did not look great on that second-to-last drive either. He was missing throws on that second-to-last drive. Like I said, the 49ers punted at the 40-yard line. But after the missed field goal, you know, it clicked. He clicked, and he clicked at the exact time that you wanted him to click. Showed some good adversity for me. Definitely 
that uh, that's a positive way to spin it, right? Because I feel like m- the majority of people are going to spend a lot of time criticizing Kyle Shanahan. I mean, that going into the ha- going into halftime was insane. Um, the using Jawan Jennings as a running back, deciding to test that theory out in a playoff game, I was yelling at the TV. <laughs> um, but I did find it really interesting that they didn't get Christian Ka- McCaffrey more involved. I mean, record-breaking year from him going against a Packers team that defensively has struggled in general, but specifically has struggled against the run. Um, I predicted that it would be, and and in the rain, and Brock Purdy looks shaken up, and one of your wide receivers go- goes out. I mean, everything was lining up for him to just run the ball down their throats. Why? What was his insistence on not doing that? Was it something the Packers defense was doing, or just Kyle Shanahan decided... He didn't want to run today. What do you think? I, I honestly, I'm, I don't have an answer for you. Um, I, I don't think the Packers defense was doing too much different. I think that the boxes weren't overly stacked. I even saw some six-man boxes. The Packers were in dime, sorry, in nickel for a good, a good portion of this game. They were they had a lot of defensive backs on the field, and I think the 49ers could have easily exploited things in that sense. When you have yeah. Christian McCaffrey, who had 90 yards on his first 15 carries. I know one was a 39-yarder, but he, he was averaging six yards a carry up all the way up uh, up until the fourth quarter. You know, that's that's something where you've got to get him the ball. You you just do. And uh, Shanahan sometimes, you know, he was trying for some trick plays. He had a, a quarterback keeper for Purdy. He had the Jawan Jennings run. Screw all of that. Just run the football down the field with Christian McCaffrey with Elijah Mitchell. And because the Packers right now, they were struggling to stop it. Not only McCaffrey on his own, but the blocking scheme as well seemed to be favoring the 49ers. And so... That's that's a that's a good question, and I think they have to fix that in the next game because something that I mentioned as one of the biggest keys for me going into the divisional round was the 49ers or whoever plays has to be balanced. You have to be balanced because, and this game showed it, both teams did not go balanced at the end of the game up until that final drive for the 49ers, and that is where both teams faltered. Running the football was the key to winning this game. And the 49ers needed to do it more in order to have a better chance early on when they were struggling, especially because they were struggling in the passing game. Yeah. It made absolutely no sense to, to me. And and especially because, like you're saying, like he was performing well. Like it wasn't like when he was trying to run, he was always getting stuff. Like he was getting tons of yards. I, I thought he looked extremely productive. I felt like it took uh, Kyle Shanahan way too long to kind of get away. They were doing a lot of those lateral throws to Christian McCaffrey and those were getting stopped immediately. Um, really quick. Cause I, I know that I'm not a hundred percent sure about your amount of time, but I want to go to the other side of the ball. I don't really Do know it. which one I want to criticize critique more. And, and I know that we're being a little bit negative. Um, someone made me laugh in here said, Ashley was adding three levels of my stress. I really, I tried to, if you guys if on Twitter, I really tried to be like positive. Cause I remember in the, um, in the Eagles game when they started off, um, someone's saying Ambry, we're, we're getting there, but I have to tell a story every four seconds for some reason. Um, <laughs> in, in the Eagles game, when they first started out, the offense went three and out, the Eagles scored and it just looked terrible. And I remember I was like really living with each down and I tweeted out something like the, the Eagles aren't even in the same league as the 49ers, which ironically they're not, but I meant it in the, I thought the Eagles were a better way. And then the 49ers ended up blowing them out. Well, I talked to um, 
Eric Crocker early or later on that week. And he kind of told me like the 49ers played as bad as they could have played. And the Eagles only scored two field goals. So I knew at that point that the 49ers were going to blow them out. So I was carrying over that optimism for because for, I was like, Green Bay has played as well as they could have played. The 49ers defense has sucked. Their offense is lost on the field. And so I was like, they're going to end up pulling away and blowing them out. And then I felt so dumb. And I, I came back with, with full force um, and, and definitely was like, I was like, I'm so mad. Like when Jake Moody kicked, I was like, if I ever see him walk on this field again, I know that he made it, made the kick later on. I don't care. Never. I don't want to see him ever again. I hate him. I also watched this game. I think I said this earlier with my friend and it was so funny to like explain everything to her as this was happening. Um, explaining to her why Kyle Shanahan decided to experiment with giving, um, Jawan Jennings, the Jawan Jennings, the football for a run instead of the star running back that broke records this year, uh, was a little bit frustrating. Or the, the like, you don't want to play him. Okay, you got two backups who also average like seven yards a carry. But why not try? Why not test out Jawan Jennings, the slowest wide receiver you have? Um, so so incredibly frustrating. But going to the defensive side of the ball, I don't know which I'm more frustrated it felt like the defensive line did not go home but when going for storylines I think Ambry Thomas it made me sad I was telling my friend um once again she's not doesn't super watch football so I was like telling her you know he came in as a rookie then his second year he really had a slump then he was sat an entire year and then he finally comes back he calls his shot he's been playing great all season all regular season long and then what the heck was with his performance today, old Ambry Thomas decided to come back in in a playoff game, the most important game. You lose it and you're out. And and Ambry Thomas was like, he he just panicked. He was like in good position, committing penalties when he didn't have to. Um, what was your thought on the 49ers defense as a whole? Maybe you want to start with their secondary or their whatever was stuck out to you the most because they didn't yeah. to me live up to their standard. I mean, here's here's kind of how I view it. Overall, I think we've seen some some lapses from the 49ers defense during their win streak. And then a yeah. few of those issues kind of came out in their loss to the Ravens. But the main thing to me is I, I saw two things from the 49ers. One, they do have some issues, particularly um, at, at edge rusher when they're crashing the edge too much. I think that that was a key in the run game where the Packers got a lot of explosive plays because the defensive ends were crashing. Chase Young, Randy Gregory, I saw both of them do that on certain uh, certain occasions. But the one thing that I did see that I think I've noticed a little bit now, the 49ers are, are, are a really, really solid team inside the red zone defensively. They are a really good red zone defense. Today, Green Bay got into San Francisco territory, I believe, four times and scored a touchdown once. They were yeah. not able to score touchdowns. And this is something that thwarted last week, if you watched, thwarted the Los Angeles Rams. They got into Detroit Lions territory five times and scored one touchdown. If you have that capability, even if the opposing, defense, uh, opposing offense is you know imploding on you, you still have a chance to win football games. Now the 49ers defense, the main reason they need to get off the field is so they can get their offense more opportunities and get their, you know, get their themselves uh, less tired and off the field. But I, I think that there are issues with the defense, but overall, I think giving up 24 points to 
what I believe is the better best offense remaining in the NFC outside of the 49ers with the Green Bay Packers, I think it's a success. I think that their main issues came from the offensive side of the football in this one because 24 points is good. I understand he missed a field goal, could have been 20 uh, or 21 points, sorry, could have been 24 points. He missed a field goal. Uh, enters Carlson did, but I thought it was a pretty good game um, outside of a few issues in the run game. Um, I, I think as Ark Armstead gets more acclimated, um, I think you you might see some improvements in that regard as well. But yeah, I mean, defensively, no I think sacks. it's a concern. No sacks. No sacks. Yeah, but they're, the reason that paying, I'm not... Wait, wait. I know, but yeah. the reason I'm, I don't care too much about the no sacks is Jordan Love is incredibly good when it comes to avoiding sacks he will get pressured he got pressured nine eight nine times in the first half but didn't give us get a sack so i know that's an issue but if you look at love specifically you saw that there there were there were issues with love at the very end of the game in the last few drives love was inaccurate that was a key issue he had a couple of questionable throws including the pick he he had a couple of issues and even with that, even with the 49ers not getting sacks, I think their ma- their bigger issue wasn't their pass defense. It was their run defense uh, in terms of their pass rush. I mean, obviously, secondary-wise, Thomas, you don't want that penalty. The 49ers did something twice in this game. Deshaun Gibson committed that penalty where he was perfectly yeah. in position, and he just hit the guy early. Ambry Thomas, in position, could just go up to make the interception. Yeah. And he, he hit him early despite being in position and also turning around and looking at the ball. Those kind of things you don't want to see necessarily. But I, I'm not as concerned, I'll say, about the defense. Hit the like button. I like this one. Um, I'm glad that you're not as concerned. I'm very concerned, but but potentially we'll have more talks and I'll calm down. Um, I think someone said earlier that I added 10 years to their life with my stress factor. So um, maybe we can balance each other out a little bit. Um, when it comes to Kyle Shanahan, you did say that you felt like he turned it around towards the end of the game, but I I felt like he really blundered that going into the half. Do you have any um, thought or explanation on to what yeah. he was thinking, why he ran the clock out all the way to zero? It seemed like it made sense at first, but then he ran all the time out and that didn't make any sense. Like, why it would was, you play for it the was field good. goal? Yeah, it was good the way that the Shan- that Shanahan did it. He had the okay. 49ers with a minute and 30 seconds left and three timeouts at midfield. After, after, at that point, what he did was beyond baffling. Personally, I think the 49ers should have gone further downfield before starting to burn as much clock as they did so that you can set yourself up favorably if things go wrong after you start burning clock. But Shanahan was, this is, this was the, like, he's trying to take the safe option out. What Shanahan wanted to do is he was so scared that the 49ers could were, were not going to get a stop defensively that he didn't even want to get Green Bay the ball back. He wanted to burn all of the clock. And because of that, where you don't want, you want. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Make sure Green Bay doesn't get the ball. The best way to secure that is go for a field goal. That's exactly what he did. But not only did Shanahan not set up the 49ers well, Moody had to kick a 47-yard field goal, which clearly was blocked and might have missed regardless. The 49ers, you don't want to set yourselves up at the 47-yard line, and you had a two-for-one opportunity. You're up seven to six. If you get a touchdown here, and if you get a field goal or a touchdown on the next drive, you're up two scores before Green Bay can even make a difference and touch the ball. The 49ers did not do that. Instead, they have a and missed field goal at the a end. Lot, he talks a yeah. lot about like that being important to him. He was asked it's, this, it's his, um, it's his biggest asked staple. this week about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, it's his biggest staple, and he didn't go for it. I mean, it's like he... He was very scared that he couldn't give up, uh, you know, the opportunity. It's the playoffs. You you have to go and get that touchdown. I think that that's extremely important. He uh, he he chose not to, and I think that's a decision that he's going to regret and probably look to change next week. Or hope hopefully he tries to change that up next week because that was awful clock management. I completely agree. Um, now, did you have a problem with any other like? I, I had a problem with some of his fourth down decision making. Um, did you feel like go, you know, kicking, uh, which ones are you, uh, what are you thinking about? Like, uh, going for it or kicking a field goal or something like that? Yeah. The first field goal that was missed, they, they were only there. It was like a fourth and one. And I just felt like it was a weird, maybe he was kind of trying to get Jake and Jake Moody. Like you're uh, saying the block opportunity. Yeah. Oh, uh, I know it was blocked, but there there's clips on Twitter that looks like it was not going to go in before it got yeah, locked. Yeah, but uh no, I mean it's fourth and two. The re- I don't care about that one because Shanahan, he was following his plan. He set it in mind that he wanted a field goal um the second that he started burning all that clock. And also there were 10 seconds left in the half. I think the more questionable ones that you could consider potentially, I think there was the one where they punted on fourth and ten at the 40. Um on third and ten, you might have hoped to gone short, but again it's fourth and ten at the 40. It worked out for the 49ers in that it was a missed field goal on one end and a touchdown on the other end. But fourth down to situations, I don't know if for me, I don't know if there were too many. That one was okay to me because there was only 10 seconds left in the half. What do you think? I I think I, I'm pro going for it way more. Not only just because of the Jake Moody thing, but I'm I feel like I'm uh, maybe one of those nerds that I think it just b- gives you a better opportunity to get more points. It's something I always appreciate about Dan Campbell. And I think it says something like about your belief in your team and shows that aggressiveness. Um I think Eric Crocker called it, you know, ball like shows balls or whatever. And as we've seen in other decisions that Kyle Shanahan has made, he seems to play not to lose, not to play to win. And I think in these big games that are more competitive now, incredible win, the 49ers won. That's wonderful. But we do have to like keep in consideration that this Green Bay Packers team is a younger team. This next game is going to be harder. And if the 49ers are lucky enough to make it to the Super Bowl, that's going to be way harder. And I think, uh, I think playing for the win is what you need to do. I, I don't think 
it's smart to play, not to lose in these types of games, maybe regular season, whatever. I mean, I think just as a philosophy, especially with the like style that the 49ers play, like being such a energetic physical team, it kind of would go with their motto to be more aggressive. But Kyle is, is so old school. It can kind of frustrate me sometimes. Um, really quick, yeah. we have a super chat. So, um, Love is not a scrambling QB. Every time we pressured, he folded. I thought he did decently. I no, I, he, in the first half, I thought he was better. Second half, I thought he struggled. I agree. Um, and it was like raining the whole game, but the rain definitely got worse in the second half. Um, I don't know. I, I've, everyone was talking about how like both quarterbacks really struggled, but you know, Love did did worse than Purdy. I actually thought like I was pretty impressed with, with love, especially that love played that a better game pass. up until the last three minutes. Love played. A oh, better did, okay. Game. Okay. Good. He, I, he, I'm glad that you're saying it's that. just, it's just the way that you see it is, um, Purdy ultimately won his team, the game love had several chances to win his team, the game, and he missed open throws at the end of the game that he should have hit. That's the kind of the, that's the main takeaway in terms of who is more impactful, uh, or like in that sense, you could say Purdy I've a, to me, I think I've love played better. Go ahead. I have a side yeah. question for you that I just thought of that really isn't relevant because we're 49er fans. But do you think that the narrative for Green Bay is going to be like their kicker sucks or is going to be more about Jordan Love? Because if their kicker would have made that kick, it would have been tied. 100% their kicker. Um, I, I don't think this is on Love at all. I honestly think this is on both of the coaches. Matt LaFleur did not go to the run. Oh, and yeah. Aaron, like Aaron Jones, like, he, he ran the ball a little more. He had 18 carries for 108 yards. He ran the ball extremely efficiently, and he didn't have like that thirty-nine type of like he had a, a one major explosive play, but he ran the ball efficiently, and the the run game was working. Aaron, Aaron Jones, Matt Lafleur, they went away from the run. I think that I, I'll place more blame on the coaches for that. I think that the coaches definitely deserve uh, criticism. Question: Outcome of this game, it could be that Matt Lafleur really knows Kyle Shanahan that good. Um. I mean, it's defense going against offense, but they both run very similar schemes. Uh, I don't I don't think it was as much of one of the coaches getting in the other coach's head. Um, we've we've kind of seen Kyle Shannon usually uh, aside from in in the most important game that almost got them into the Super Bowl, but didn't uh, Kyle Shannon usually dominates his kind of, pro, you know, underlings, but um, yeah, I don't, I, I really don't think that that was that I was more amped to put it on, on rust or just bad game planning. Maybe Kyle Shanahan art. You know, I think he out, out tries to outsmart himself sometimes. Like they're going to expect I'm going to do this. So I'm going to do this. So the Packers, like I said, I've been, I was watching this with my friend. So it was like a cool perspective. Cause when I was explaining to her how frustrating it was that they weren't, weren't running the ball, I was like, they have the best best rusher. He is historic. He's breaking records. The Packers defense is bad. Their run defense is specifically bad. Like, she doesn't know football. And I was like, if you're good at running the ball and this team is bad at stopping the run, don't you think that you would run the ball more? Why aren't they doing? Like, you know, um, but I think Kyle Shanahan, like, you know, going back to the Jennings thing, I think sometimes he – you know, he's like, oh, well, they're not going to expect us to do this. And it's like, because it's not going to work. Because, like, that's a dumb thing to do. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. Um, no, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. And, and and I've been one uh, in the last game that they – was it the last game? Not the Rams game. 
Ravens game? What was the game where they were? Oh yeah, Ravens game. I yeah. I've been like someone who actually isn't highly critical of Kyle Shanahan leaning on the pass more because I, in that game, I remember people were like really mad that he wasn't running the ball, but in that game, I felt like they were getting the yards. I felt like the only issue with that game yeah. was that once they got into the red zone, Brock Purdy was giving the ball to the other team, but their, their offense looked effective and like in rhythm in that game, at least in this game, offense never looked like it was in rhythm. Even Brandon Ayuk, by the way, I hate to be, and maybe this is, see, I'm getting hyped up. Um, <laughs> Brendan Ayuk, he dropped a ball, and I was so frustrated. And I was like, if you want to be wide receiver one and get wide receiver one money, and you think you're the best, and I think you're great, you need to not – like, these are pivotal moments. And Yeah, it will drop one, the too. Very, the yeah. very next day. Oh, you're right. Maybe – why am I so much harder on Brendan Ayuk? Kittle did drop the ball. I think, Ayuk had, I think Ayuk had the catch of the game, you know, that 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 really good catch. That saved the 49ers. Yeah, on the the low throw. That was a really good that throw. That was right really... after he didn't catch yeah. it too. So I was like, he didn't yeah. catch it. And then the next play he did great. And I was like, oh, I'm a dumbass. <laughs> exactly. I motivate people. There was a couple games ago where I was like, what does Juwan Jennings do? Freaking shine. He was a star this game. Not in the in the handoff play, but as a wide receiver, he really came through in the absence of Debo Samuel. I mean, I think yeah. I think that it also would be a little smarter to devise more plays for Ayuk and Kittle rather yeah, than me too, me too. Like, uh, the secondary players. But me, Jennings, but... yeah. No, Jennings had a couple of good plays, though. He was he had a good first half and then, uh, you know, or went after Debo went out. And then he had that major catch, you know, the, the jumping catch where Purdy put it very high for him. So that was another, you know, another play where he, he was able to show his talent. I completely agree. Um Rain should be a factor with these drops. Do you think that that's accurate? Do you uh, think no. that a lot of this goes on the on the on the rain? Because both I... teams had to deal with the rain, and the Packers did not drop that many passes. I completely agree. And then now the talk sh talk about Brock coming from behind should be done with. That box is checked out. We did talk about how some narratives seem to be enhanced, and other ones, you know, could be potentially closed. I think he has to consistently do it, but it's very good that we saw him do it once. Now at least we know it's possible. So if they get in these games again, like when they were down in the fourth quarter, I was like, well, they don't come back from this. Like we have zero evidence that they could pull this out. I mean, as a fan, you have hope, but you have zero evidence. Now at least you can be like, well, they did it one time. Now it was against the Packers. So, um, and the, the Packers are, are going to be a good, good feisty team. But I, you know, I think going against better competition, who do you think they're going to play? What's your prediction? Who, who do you think they're going to play in the next round? I have the Lions. Um, I, I think that they beat Tampa Bay, but I could see it both ways. But my main takeaway was that whoever won this game was going to win the NFC Championship. I honestly think the Packers would beat both teams just because they they're. I think that they're they're a legit team. They're a legit team that has uh, stuff to add, but they they're good. But I think the 49ers, you know, in this game, they should be favored in whoever. They should be favored by more in the next game than they were in this game. I'd love for really quickly. I'd love. I I agree. By the way, um, but I'm I'm nervous about the Super Bowl. Like they have to turn it around. They could not play a game like they played um today. But um, if anyone in the comments or if you've seen it on Twitter, do we have any updates on on Debo from the press conference? Like I know right after. I'm sure that they'll do something like get an MRI. I know it was his shoulder. They were saying he suffered a shoulder injury earlier on in the year that kept him out a couple games. Um, yeah. 
but I don't know. Then he said no update, and he said we're hoping sooner than later. So no update, unfortunately. Love that. Um. Okay, sorry, I was just double double checking Twitter. Any other? In oh, someone someone asked why was um Logan Ryan in the game and not Jair Brown? Do you know? Just the Weird. the way that it went. Brown's coming back from an injury, uh, the knee injury, um, which he. I, I, he suffered, I believe, in week 18, or he either suffered it then or the week before. Just the preference, it seems like. Okay. Um, interesting. I, I, I feel like, what do you think about that? I think that you kind of have to, if he's healthy enough to go, I think that you should go with your your younger guy because you're you're going to need to rely on him on more in more games. But uh, I mean, if I'm being honest, I don't really care at this point. The, the 49ers did the same thing at right guard. They went with Feliciano over Spencer Burford. I think it's whoever they believe is the most ready, throw them out there. That's, the, that's okay. kind of just the way that I see it. And maybe it was injury-related. Maybe it's just you know not enough preparation coming back from the injury, whatever it might be. But I, yeah, those type of things I'm not too, too concerned about at this stage in the season. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Now, if you had to give me two players that you thought two game balls, two do you have do you have two game balls to give out from this for this game? Oh, uh that's a good question. Should we go one 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 one? Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Um I will start with ah, I got one. Um I think on defense, the guy that I'm gonna go with, he had a breakup early in the game. Um, and a guy who I think uh, man the secondary pretty well uh, is Traverius Ward. I think Ward had a good game. It was really Ambry Thomas that was targeted a good amount on that side. Uh, on the outside, that's kind of where Green Bay looked to exploit that matchup. Ward didn't allow many catches, though. I'm going to go with him. Ooh, hold on. I, I don't mean to – I just saw this super chat, and I like it. Uh, best post-game comment was Trent, not up to our standard. I like that. I like good keep a good mentality. Hey, you want to um people always say like you want to lose you or you want to learn from wins, right? Especially in the playoffs obviously, but um do you, I maybe phrased that wrong. You'd rather have a a poor game that you you win but you can still learn from than, you know, lose a game. You don't it's better better to win, obviously. Um I'm glad that he said not up to our standard and that they're not, you know, going in i think that that means they're just going to work twice as hard this week hopefully knocked off some of that rust hopefully kyle shanahan pulls his head out of his ass sorry to say that um but i like i like charveris ward he's been very impressive this entire year made himself a half a million dollars with all his pro bowl and all pro all pro selections um my defensive game ball since we're going defensive side it's gonna have to be the i saw it in the comments straight green lot I know that um, maybe he should have got down at the end of the game with that. With that, you know, had some. That's a good one actually, because he had the two picks too, so he had exactly. both of them. So yeah, you know, and and he, I felt like he was he was on top of the tackles. I didn't see too many like missed assignments from him. I thought he did really well just in general. But then, yeah, making those two picks, um, you could tell he wanted that that uh, pick six at the end. But yeah, I think that those were game changing. I mean, it gave the 49ers more possessions, more opportunities with the football in the first was it half or quarter. The the Packers, I think it was the first half. The Packers held the ball for like almost double the amount of time that the 49ers did. And by the end of the game, it was 
evened out and or the 49ers had a little bit more game game time. And all that, in my opinion, comes down to the interceptions. The, I, uh, yeah, that, that's yeah, what this I game came, came down to. Like Brock Purdy almost threw interceptions and Green Bay's defense didn't catch them. And Jordan Love threw interceptable balls and Dre, uh, Dre Greenlaw caught them. So I think Dre, Dre Greenlaw definitely deserves a game ball. Um, let's go offensively. Um, offense is a good question. I think there's one answer. It's the guy who scored both, uh, most of the offensive touchdowns, and that's McCaffrey. Like I said, the run game was the reason that the 49ers were able to get some success when they went to the run game. Had an amazing 39-yard touchdown. I think that those kind of things were crucial. And so I'm going to go with McCaffrey because I think he was the most successful part of the 49ers offense today. Dang. Stealing, stealing my pick. I thought McCaffrey was incredible. Uh, there was this one run earlier on, I want to say in the, the second quarter, where people went crazy. And they were just like, he's it, it gave a NFC championship vibes where the whole entire offense was, fl- was you know, flustered and uh, stuttering. And Christian McCaffrey, remember when there was like still chance, like a, a tiny little hope if you were. If you were a huge fan that the the 49ers could do something in that game and Christian McCaffrey scored that touchdown. That's how he felt um, in, in this game. It felt like if it was up to him, he was not going to let the 49ers lose, which was what was so maddening about Kyle Shanahan not giving him the freaking ball because you're like, this is your one player that's going to do everything in his power to freaking win this game for you. And he's literally performing well. So I incredible, great pick. Uh, stole mine. A lot of people are saying Brock um, in the comments. A lot of people are saying Brock um, because of his comeback, even though he struggled, you know, at least they, they came back defense for uh, defense, just the entire, I like this. I, that's so me when someone makes try, I'm so uh, indecisive. Someone's like, pick one and you just go the entire defense <laughs> um, for, for their performance in the red zone. I could definitely see that. Uh, I'm going to go offensively. We, we've talked about, we've talked about Jennings already too much. So I feel like I can't say Jennings. I'm going to go Kittle. I know he had that drop mm-hmm. and, and I would go Jennings if we didn't talk about him. So Jennings is actually above Kittle for me, but we're going to talk about Kittle. Cause we've already talked about Jennings a lot. Um, who once again, just showed up incredibly, maybe shouldn't have to, they have star. they have people who are potentially not potentially, but who are literally more talented, who could be scheming the, go- the ball better, but every opportunity Jennings got, he seemed to make the most out of it. His blocks. Did you see that block where he is blocking? I think he's Shire Brown all the way into the green base, uh, like Gatorade. Yeah. Container. Yeah. Yeah. That was wild. Love. Yeah. Him blocking, uh, Brendan, Ayuk also with the block, they got into a tough, he got into a tough with a Packers, um, secondary member. I forget which one earlier on in the game, but I want to say George Kittle. I felt like he showed up, uh, made a lot of cru- crucial catches. I know he had that one drop, but I felt like when the 49ers was first, especially in that first half, when they were mm-hmm. struggling, I felt like he was a spark of a lot of energy, getting just some really critical first downs. It felt like, okay, let's keep the ball moving. Let's go guys. And and it felt like you're kind of like uh, molasses moving uphill in the wintertime. I'm currently in New York and moving in general with how cold it is outside is terrible. Um, oh, speaking of that so, real quick, because I am in Madison. Yeah. Funny enough, I am in Wisconsin watching oh, the Indians play the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I am in Madison right now. It is zero degrees. It is zero. 
No, no, <laughs> sorry. Nope. I can't handle that. I was, my friend is the one that I'm staying with. She's also from, uh, the Bay area and we're, um, it is our mission to convince her boyfriend that they actually want to move to Los Angeles and then I will just move with them and then we will be a little happy family um, because it is way too cold. Um, but how, what are you doing in Madison? Are you there for something for with, with uh, covering something, something else? Yeah. 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 That kind of stuff. Nice. I got a, awesome. got a good amount, but um, I unfortunately do have to head out in about okay. two minutes. Yeah. But I mean, this Perfect. was a fun Perfect. show and, uh, a very, very exciting game. Uh, that's uh, I don't know if uh, even the Super Bowl. I don't know if any game just in, in, in a true game environment so was going to top this. Yeah, it was so. It was so. I mean, the game was crazy. That second half specifically, they're like, they're gonna win. They're gonna lose. They're gonna win. Like, uh down to the very last second. Incredible. Love that. Do you think that they should have tried to run the clock out? Last question before you have to go. Do you think they should have tried to run the clock out a little bit more? Um, oh, you're saying before? at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do you think it was fine? No. Um, when you're down a touchdown, you have to take uh, – or when you need a touchdown, you have to take the touchdown. The 49ers are down four points. You don't want to risk not taking it. And I also think Matt LaFleur kind of gave them a little bit of a, bit, a little bit of leeway because he didn't call any of his timeouts. He burned a lot of clock at the end there. And I know he kept all three of his timeouts. They clearly didn't help because it just amps up the pressure for love. So I didn't think that they needed to run it down more. You, if you get a touchdown, you go ahead, you take the points, and you trust that your defense can get a stop, knowing that you're, you you only need a field goal. Now, if you only need a field goal, I think that it's a different story. Let's say it was t- instead of 21-17, it was 21-18. You're running that clock down because you want either to go to overtime or you want to win the game right there. That's kind of your two yeah. options. But that makes sense. In, in this sense, I, I you know you need to score. Go ahead, get the points, and trust your defense. In that sense, I completely agree. Okay, well, I had so much fun doing this with you, Rohan. I know I stole a lot of your time, but I'm so excited that we have more. We for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.